Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rocket MSP Podcast, the show where we ask the tough questions. Uh, I'm Steve Taylor, your host, and today I am joined by Wim Kirkhoff. Wim, how you doing, sir? I'm uh, doing well today. Very well. It's good awesome. to be here. Awesome. Hey, I'm glad to have you here, man. So, so we're going to talk today about your platform top left. We're also going to get a demo of this thing because it seems pretty cool. Uh, from from my understanding, you are basically like a Kanban board for our Autotask and maybe also ConnectWise. Yeah, we actually started with ConnectWise. We used to call it CW Kanban. Okay. Because it's Kanban for ConnectWise. And then we added um, Autotask. So we rebranded it at that point. So right now we support the two largest PSAs. That's great, man. All right, so so let's talk about this Kanban. Uh, I hate project management. Um, I hate the project management modules in these platforms, but your Kanban system is not just for project management. No, no. It's um, I think projects, um, service, help desk, dispatch, sales even, opportunities, activities. And it's all your major workflows that you run through your PSA. So... So we're able to turn uh, our service desk, all the all the tickets and our service boards into basically a, a Kanban view, which is really cool because I, I assume it's going to sort things by status and there's a way for us to to almost have it feel like it's it's flowing through an order. Yeah, we, we wouldn't quite use those words. Um... But because we, we have the, yeah, um, the idea is to have like a left to right flow. It's like a pipeline of work and you want your work to flow really well, high velocity mm -hmm. through that. And um, so we do organize that with the columns, like a Trello board or Microsoft Planner. Most people are familiar with those, those basic tools or perhaps they heard of Jira or Asana as a yeah. Kanban view. And then we, we um, our columns are all based on the, the ticket statuses in your PSA. So you map those into a column. So let's say you have an in-progress in, in Autotask, you're going to map that to your in-progress in, in top left. Um, you could do one, one or more statuses. What we see a lot of MSPs will have like multiple waiting statuses, like waiting on parts, waiting on vendor, waiting on client, is you might just group those together into one column on your Kanban. Otherwise, you end up with a gazillion columns. That makes perfect sense. I didn't think about the fact that you might be able to group things. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I, I think that some people may not know what Kanban is, is this, is Kanban more than just like the name of a view? Is it also a philosophy? Absolutely. So yeah, to back up, this is not something we invented. It's not something the software industry invented. This goes back 50, 60 years to Japan and they're doing this whole, um, transformation in their industry or in manufacturing to catch up with America, basically, um, improving quality, speed, reducing cost. And, um, and a lot of it was like not fancy ERP, CRM software. It's very simple things on the shop floor of you just have a sticky note or a yellow card or just a lot of base, simple visual things. So the word Kanban just is a Japanese word. It means like a visual card a visual representation um so even like grocery stores might use this for replenishment like to send signals to your suppliers that do we need more milk do we need more vegetables what um instead of complicated production schedules and backlogs and back orders is um that you use these cards hey we're, we're running low in this in this bin in our store and when we get down to halfway we should grab this card and send it to the purchaser to go and get some more very simple things like that. Another example is in your workplace and on the shop floor is uh, instead of trying to beat into everyone's head how they should clean up the space and where the hammer should go and the chisels and the screwdrivers is they just take a picture of the whole workspace and that goes on a poster on the wall in that, in that, in that pod or that location. And now everyone knows this is what tidy, clean, sorted, shine means. This is where the garbage can goes. And actually, like, draw a circle on the floor. This is where the garbage can goes. So very simple visual things. Hmm. Um, so, so those are some of the concepts underneath this of visual, visual management. Um, and then if you look at the basic principles of Kanban, 
So you can also pronounce it Kanban. It's both pronunciations are fine, by the way. People use both. Um, is it's first visualize what you're doing. It's not changing your process. It's not fixing anything. It's just visualizing what's going on. As crazy as it might be. Hmm. Um, okay. And then it's from there, it's getting people looking at it, talking about it together. It's a collaboration tool to talk about it or work. And where is it hung up? What's neglected? What's fallen between the cracks? And then small improvements. It's the whole proverbial, if you do 1% one, 1 improvement every day, then in a year, you've, you've, you've come a very long ways. And having I, to, I'm a big fan of, of that thought process. And then having that come bottom up, not top down. It's not coming from somebody who's in the corner, the proverbial corner office, who's looking at some, some dashboard or report, but really doesn't know what's going on. Like, so if you, it doesn't let's say on the shop floor example, they're not coming out to the shop floor. They're actually not swinging the hammer. They're not running the saw. They don't really know what's going on. But having the operators come with the ideas to improve the flow. That's where the best ideas come from. So in our world and in, in IT and, and managed services, it, it's the same thing is the technicians should have the best ideas on how do we reduce some waste? What's just a waste of time? What's boring? What's tedious? What's a pain in the butt? What can we eliminate? Um, how can we visualize it so it flows a bit better every day? Okay. So um, I feel like now's a good time for us to, to at least look at the platform. Um, if you want to hit the present button down in the bottom of your screen. And, and the reason I say we should look at it is because as, as I ask these questions, they would probably be easier answered if, if you just, pointed and said yeah right here the sorry i don't see the, the cog button or the i don't see a percent hmm. what browser are you using i'm just in chrome interesting it's a little monitor with a plus on it oh okay i got it yeah Does it say something other than present for you? No, I. it's actually kind of funny. I thought you said percent as in shift five instead of present. And I was like looking for percent key. I just had a whole little brain fart there. So I'm sorry. It's okay. It's kind of funny. All right. So this, there's, um, so this is a, a basic board. Um, I'm just pulling this up, which is what you might see if some people are going to Trello. I've just seen so many MSBs that so frustrated with overwhelm, not, not being on the same page in their team, that they are like double entering their tickets into a Trello board. You're like, we just need to see what's going on. So this is just the simplest Kanban. There's a lot being showed, shown on here. I'm actually, um, let me just turn some of those off. Actually, I'll talk through it and I'll, we, we can go through some of the edit screens as well to give you an idea of the flexibility. So, sure. so, so we talked about the column format. Mm -hmm. So we've got new, ready, scheduled, waiting, in progress, completed across the top. Um, and then you've got your cards in each column. And I see that all of these cards, they have different colors. Some are blue, orange, red, purple. Yes. So the color on the left represents the status in the PSA. So this one here that I'm on for this ticket for 386 project management, it's priority two quick response. Got it. That's just pulling the colors and priorities from the PSA. Okay. I'm gonna go full screen so I can see this better. Um, and then the next thing I see is, um, each ticket, it's it says how long it's been open. It says when the last things were were done. It it makes it very clear without having to even open that ticket up how long it's been like waiting. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a lot of information at your fingertips. Um, these the way this board is set up. It's a, maybe a little bit information overload with the extra stuff on the bottom. 
-hmm. of the last time entry eight months ago, last note added two weeks ago, your actuals, your budgets, this one's over budget, so it's showing up in bright red to get some attention on it. It was created two years ago. You, don't not, you do not need to show all this information. You could um, hide most of that. Okay. Um, obviously, the more you show in the card, the less cards you get on the screen. That's always that trade-off. Sure. Okay. And then I assume we can open this card and do more. Yeah. yeah. So if you click on it, it's going to bring up the our new unified dialogue. So we can see what's going on with the ticket. Um, you can edit it from here. And by the way, this is all bi-directional. So if you update it here, it's going to push it right into your PSA and vice versa. So you can set your agreements, all your regular, what you would do in your PSA is all um, in here, your checklists or your tasks, your time and notes is here. You can enter time, enter your notes. You got timers. Um, you can actually have multiple timers running on different tickets, which helps with time entry. Because yeah. That's a big challenge in our industry. A lot of tension, anxiety, friction around time entry. So we've got some things to help make that easier. Start your timers, pause them as you jump between tickets. I like it. Yeah. Dispatch it. So schedule into people's calendars, send them a message at the same time in your files or attachments. Of course, this one doesn't have any. And then if you want, you can click the button to open it up and connect to eyes or Autotask, depending on what you're using. Okay. And I noticed that even without opening up the ticket, um, there was a, a little hover thing for us to start timers. Yep. So if let's say in this, well, let's say we should be working in our in-progress column. So if we go, we hit start, it's starting that timer. And it's there's a button that showed up on the top here for, you can see your active timers because you might have hmm. multiple running that's clever so that okay. was running so if i click that again we can see that yeah there's a few cards with timers going yep and then you can hit stop and it's going to bring it up and ask you to complete your time entry all right and i see at the top right it says my tickets yeah so i'm logged in as peter so if you click my ticket it says 38 so that will filter this board down to only show peter's tickets cool yeah uh, he's got of course this is a demo database so it's actually got too many tickets um but actually real world this happens quite often as some text got um he's got 12 or 14 in-progress tickets, which is way too many because multitasking is a myth. So what's happening is he's really just abandoning some. They're sitting there for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, and he hasn't let go of them yet. He hasn't completed it, or he hasn't handed it off. He's overwhelmed, overloaded, or just not updating his tickets. They might be done, but um, he hasn't put in the final time entry and, and, and marked it completed. OK. And uh, someone asked a question. Man, they're they're coming in hot right out the gate. Okay. Autotask supports Kanban now. Why is this product better? Good question. Um, so one of the, the Autotask board actually does not support projects at all, which is one of the top pain points we hear about. And then there's a, a number of things with the visualization that are missing on Autotask, like highlighting the neglected work if it's missing time entries, falling behind no notes added, so not much um, visualization there. Um, there's a limit of like, apparently, of no more than 100, 100 tickets per board. If you hit 101 or you hit 100, it shows nothing until you remove some tickets. Um, also, apparently, if you don't have any tickets in that column, in that status, it just won't show it at all. So if you had nothing in progress and you want to start a ticket, you cannot drag it, drag it to the in progress because it's not there because nothing was in that column. There's, and it also, it's basically taking the statuses on your board and showing them all, even the ones you don't use are going to end up with, with columns and such. So you can't map more than one status into a column. Um, some more things like that. The other thing that's missing completely is the concept of managing your work in progress. So that's what you're seeing in the top here is 
is setting some minimums and maximums on how many cards are in that column. So that's a key concept of, if you look at lean thinking and flow and, and Kanban is uh, you got to reduce your work in progress. The less things you start, um, or so I have, have started, the better. The idea is to get to a single piece flow. You're doing one at a time, start it, do it on to the next. So that's why we have these things on top for showing how many are in here, extent of the maximum. So this one here, this column is allowed 20 in progress. And that's why it's green at 14. Um, I like if that. It was, if it went over to 21, it would highlight to, to red. And that's to encourage the team, especially in your daily huddle. So the best practice is in your daily huddle, um, which everyone should be doing, is you're looking at your Kanban to see what's your priorities for today, what's stuck, what's blocked, who's overloaded, how can we redistribute work um, and get the flow going. What's a couple things today to, to improve that flow? So that's from what we've seen looking at the, the uh, auto task board is yes, it handles some help desk dispatch situations, but it's actually not based on Kanban principles. Um, another big one, it's missing the swim lanes. Uh, so I can show that if you like. Um, um, hmm. We can jump into the, um, yeah, but I know that clears up Autotask. Um, but yeah, any other questions you want to handle um, while they're coming in there, Steve? Um, I have some more questions from what I'm seeing here. So I see there's, you know, scattered blue, purple, orange, and you said those are all the priorities. Can we like sort these? Like I want to see all the high priority tickets that are in progress or all the high priority tickets that are waiting. Uh, yes. Um, so to uh, explain a bit how that works. So by default, these are um, done as a drag and drop, like you're manually ranking these. So you can, you just grab the card and put it above the other one. Got put it. it where you want. Oh, correction. I said, yeah, that's the default. Um, but you can override that to force them to the top. So I think that's actually what's happening on this board. So let me, we'll go look at the edit here. And I'll do a quick walkthrough. This is, there's not that much to it. Um, so here you can check which fields to show on the card. So we're showing the ticket age. Um, the, you could show your ticket type, subtype, et cetera, your project name different things, as you can see, your custom fields you could bring in. Um, so here's the, I'll come back to the swim lane soon. So here's the ranking that by default, it would be rank cards manually by dragging, as I mentioned. New cards show up at the bottom of the column, but you could rank it automatically by the, proper, by, by the property selected below. So you could say first proper, property is priority. And then, uh, sorry, what did you say, by date? You, you know, I, I wasn't sure what all properties we could choose if, if you There's could just show here. So here's yeah. uh, due date, earliest assignment date, actual hours, budget hours, your next Int SLA to. Interestingly enough, I'm not seeing what you're seeing. Did it pop up oh, on your window? It's further down this. Um, there should be, oh, the drop down's not coming through. I see that on the preview. Um, let me reshare my screen. Weird, right? We'll do this differently. We'll share the window instead of the screen. Oh. And you can see my mouse and you can see me. Um, Okay, you know, yeah, this is a whole, I don't know, this is a Chrome bug, I guess. It's. Um, you know what would work at, at the very least? If you just hit the down arrow on your keyboard, you should be able to, like, go through those individually. Yeah, here we go. So, yeah, here's the priority, due date, release assignment, actual hours, budget hours, 
next SLA due. Customer responded, so you could say we'll do it by the priority, and then if they responded, force those to the top. Oh. The last note date, last time entry, age, time and status, your work breakdown structure code for project tickets, made it start date. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. So I'll save that, and then you'll see the difference immediately. So now you know I'm going to have to ask what swim lanes are. Yeah. So let's, uh, I'll show a couple examples. And we'll keep a bit of a help desk focus. And then we'll look at this dispatch board by resource. There's a lot of tickets on this board, <laughs> otherwise they wouldn't take so long to load. Yeah, we got 645 tickets. It's um, a lot of tickets. A lot of tickets um, that we generated with some Python script and some AI or whatever to generate ticket titles and sure. stuff. That's kind of real, re not just random stuff, but real, yeah, real-ish. So the Diva swim lane, it's like well, swim lanes in the pool. Um, if you didn't didn't have the the lane markers, it would be chaos in there. Everyone's everyone swims crooked. Um, so keeping things in their lane, write things in each lane, and so that's a core Kanban concept which um, Autotask doesn't have either. Actually, Trello does not either. So I, I would not call Trello a uh, real Kanban because they're missing the work in progress and the swim lanes. Jira has this. Um, many of the other dedicated Kanban products do. Uh, and again, this is something you could do. All of all of what I'm showing, like you could do on a whiteboard, and you you draw some black lines on there, and you do a basic grid, and you use sticky notes to represent work. There's literally, yeah, there's thousands of companies doing that today in their their boardroom or their work area. They've got, they're just using manual um, boards, and we've we've had clients come to us. And they're like, we've got this real board, but it's outside of ConnectWise or Autotask. We want to bring it bring it back in. So. Um, very simple concepts. It's, it's process and visualization and talking about it over, over tools. So anyway, so here's the swim lanes. You can see the horizontal representation. I could collapse them all. And I can see what is not assigned. So this is, you can do the swim lanes by different things. I can, um, this one, it's doing it by the resource, but you could do it by client, by the agreement, by the queue or the service board, the project. By the project manager, account manager, there's like 10 plus fields you can choose from to pivot your data on. So it's just a different way for you to visualize the data. Yep. Yeah, different way to visualize it and then see your work in progress by person. So I can see that, hey, um, Terry has 19 in progress and I could move some in and out. You can drag. So from a dispatch perspective, it's really easy. You just drag between your your um, your swim lanes here. Done. Just one drag, and that person is now assigned to the ticket. So for those of you joining us late, like American Legend here, um, this is top left, a Kanban or Kanban solution that it integrates with ConnectWise and Autotask. So if you don't have ConnectWise or Autotask, you shouldn't sign up for top left, right? Hey, show your interest, take a look. Um, and we've got sign up pages for the other main PSAs. Um, so you could register and when we have those ready or we see enough interest, we'll go and get those built out. Perfect. Now, you, you guys built this to work hand in hand with all of the Kanban, um, I don't know, rules or guidelines or whatever. Um, so does it make sense for an MSP before signing up for top left to, I don't know, read a book or take a course or something in Kanban? Yeah, there's, there's two books that um, have been highly impactful for many MSPs and for ourselves. And there's one that's a, that's a novel called The Phoenix Project. I don't know if you've heard of that one, Steve. I've not. So, um, definitely check that one out. It's a novel with the great characters around this IT department and this big manufacturing company where they were all, all clogged up on trying to get their software project out. 
just like three years overdue and spent tons of money on it and um, how they transformed how they do their work using Kanban, reducing their work in progress, DevOps, automating all the things, breaking down the work, visualizing it. And so that's very impactful on the, the thinking behind it, the methods, how to implement this in the team with real, real people. So that's, that's a great read. It's a great audio book as well done is very well done as well on audible. So Phoenix project. And then the other one is that our clients love is called making work visual and by a lady called Dominica. And she actually speaks on this. She's got podcasts and you can find her on YouTube. She's got some great presentations and like, how do you visualize your work? Because an Excel file, not so useful. Some of the PSAs don't do, like they've got great data structures and very well designed, but just having a list that um, every technician, every manager, like there's no shared sort, at least in ConnectWise is, um, you, you can sort it by, by age, but like what's useful, like what should I be doing next is what most people wanna know. It's like, what should I be doing today? And was it the highest value thing? The PSAs don't have a great way of doing that other than scheduling. And there is a place for scheduling. If you're going on site with a client, like, hey, you got to schedule it. Um, you got a commitment there. But using it to prioritize your work is really an abuse of, of a calendar. It's extra work. Stuff changes all the time. Stuff mm -hmm. breaks, servers go down, clients get viruses, um, they, do, they do dumb things, stuff comes up. And then you got to reschedule your whole week. Whereas if you just prioritize it, no problem. We can, we can move a couple things around and keep grabbing the next one and on to the next. Um, sorry, I got off on a track there. No, it's um, okay. Very cool. So what, what else would you like to show us about this platform here? Um, I assume it works with projects. Yep, that would be a good one to show next. I'll show you the project overview. Yeah, this is a, yeah, so 29 open projects. So look at the project as a whole, not the individual tickets, just the project as a whole. Because um, the, the PSAs, uh, uh, yeah, just don't really have the, you have a list of projects. Um, so this is doing a, a similar Kanban view for that as well, of getting them going from left to right, going through that flow, going through that pipeline. We're visualizing the work in progress as well, like how many projects are in each step of this pipeline. So we've got a new, because you can call it a backlog, planned or queued, waiting, in progress, and closed. So you're going to map your statuses in there. It basically, yeah, here we can just see this plan column has got the open and ready tickets from these two statuses in the PSA. And yeah, visualize it, seeing how are they doing on dates and budgets. So you can manage the profitability, the expectations, be on the same page. So what we see is, when people start using something like top left, often their data is not good because they've been not been managing due dates, start dates, end dates, budgets, resources. Um, they got a PSA, but their data is poor. Um, so this, this highlights it really quick. Um, not necessarily, you don't have to change anything in, in your PSA to start using this, um, but it's going to highlight it, yeah, the data. So the team's got to work together and improve that. Um, so yeah, and then from here, there's two things you can do. We have our Gantt charts, which is new. If you've looked at top left, maybe half a year ago or a year ago or, or earlier, we never had that, but we do now. Let's see if there's a good, let's see if the data is good enough to show some, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, so we can see, uh, uh, this one's kind of basic. Okay. There's one that looks better and I forgot which one it was. Not all these projects have tickets mm. is the problem. Yeah, here's one that has a lot of tickets. Again, it's not fine-tuned by a real person. It's just a script generated it, so the data is a bit weird. But we can see for our phases, um, how are we doing? But basically, blue means on, on track, red is off track, over budget, or the dates are wrong. Yeah, this one is progress 952%, so it's over, over budget. Got it. So you can see that there, you can look at your portfolio as well. And so here's all the projects we have in this demo database and seeing, seeing how to do, when does the project start and finish? 
So this gives you an idea of your portfolio and it's especially in, in um, larger teams. Like if you're doing 10 or more projects, then it's, it's hard. It's easy to lose control of where they're at. So this helps internally and with clients to have good conversations around that. Um, so yeah, we've, we have clients that this is what they run in their weekly project meetings is look at this board, look at the, the Gantt charts, and then you can drill in here as well. So let's take, let's take this one here, this IT service continuity, continuity and incident management projects. I can drill in with this plus here. So this will link it to another board, which you can set. So this will bring up a swim lane by phase. So a bit different configuration. And um, you're gonna see a little bit less data on the tickets because that's all configurable. And then in your, your swim lane heading, you can see the name of the project. You can see a Gantt chart just for that project. You can click to bring it up in the PSA, the full project. You can see the client name, you can see the actual. So it's actual 41 hours, budget 10 hours, and it's overdue by the, by the red color, your start dates, end dates. So at a glance, I can see exactly how all my projects are doing. Um, or sorry, all the, yeah, see how this, pro this phase is doing without having to click into each ticket and see what's going on. Um, so very powerful for quick huddles, be very effective. So the idea is, yeah, minimize your, your number, your projects going on. So if you start all your projects and try to do them all at the same time, it's just going to be so slow. You're, you're bouncing around, you're task switching, you got to change tech and, and, and gears and, and tools and all that uh, mindset. So do one at a time, reduce the number of projects and then reduce the number of tickets. So this one here where it's got seven in progress, probably not a healthy way of running the project. And you can see that because there's a lot of red. Um, so that's, that's what's going on with the projects. So it's easy to go from your high level. We were at the overview. We're like, hey, this, this, this ticket is, sorry, this project is over budget. So we drilled in and I can see that while well, both my phases are over budget and there's a number of tickets over budget. So I can see what's going on. If it has tasks on the card, you're going to see that here as well. So you can go from a very like 10,000 foot view down to like the one foot view in like two clicks. That's fantastic. Yeah, one click to bring up the board and one click, click on the card. And here I see my checklist and um, all the notes. So now I'll be honest, I, I don't, I don't do well with Kanban. Um, I want to. Uh, but I it's it's very overwhelming for me to look at it like this. I my eyes don't know where to start. And that's where you can um, do the filters. Like you, you might have your board that's kind of based on the team, but then you're like, okay, hey, what am I doing today? I care a little bit less about everyone else, but what am I personally doing today? Is that's where you can filter it down and say, only show your tickets. Well, of course, Peter has no tickets here, but that's where you can filter it down because I, I think you should really, you got to, um, I don't want to call it tunnel vision, but you want to be focused and not distracted. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're, you're saying, right? And that's where you can use yeah. the filters to bring that down to do, so demo data is a little bit much. So I'll go into the edit and I could turn off a lot of things here. Let me do that. Um, I don't need all of that. The, so it goes, so yeah, I mean, um, so here's the filters you can do on the board to bring in less tickets. So perhaps only bring in the boards that you care about. Mm or the resources that matter, or the statuses, the projects that matter. So you can filter down the data sets. Instead of 650 tickets, it's it's 20, or the 100 that you really need. Uh, and then on your columns, you may not need to see all the statuses. So in a, in a board where you're just looking at what's going on today, like you don't need to see the backlog and the stuff that's frozen and waiting on finance or client approval. Like you might be able to just, just hide some of that, and that goes on a different board like a backlog planning board. Um, now, are these these boards, so what you're editing right now, does does this like one-to-one -one correlate with an Autotask service board? Um, yes, there's um, a couple of the visualization things, which actually haven't even talked about yet, um, are not, we don't quite have an Autotask because we're about, 
Autotask is about like ninety five percent the same as Connect. There's a couple things that are, are different. Um, and some of the language is different, but there's a couple of the visualization isn't there in Autotask yet. Excuse me. So to clarify, I, I keep saying Autotask only because our MSP uses Autotask, but what I mean is the PSA in general. So oh, okay. if I've got if I've got a board specifically for uh, automated RMM uh, tickets, yeah. right? So so are each of these boards boards that exist as service boards in the PSA? Or can I create a board and have it pull tickets from multiple service boards? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if I go back to my the help desk board here, I'll, I'll use a different one for. Um, so this this one is, has the swim lane by priority actually, so you can easily do it that way as well. Here's my P ones priority ones. So if I go edit. In your filters, you're going to set which boards or so in ConnectWise or an Autotask, it'd be Autotask queues, it would say here. So and, which queues do you want to pull in on this Kanban? And my mind just like, as dumb as this sounds, when you switched to the help desk board and showed me the swim lanes, now the swim lanes make sense. So Right. So so now I understand, okay, so at first we were looking at this hodgepodge every, why why do you have to mow on the day I do a podcast? Um, sorry, I just get so frustrated. This park always does it when I'm doing a podcast. It doesn't matter what day I'm doing it on. Um, th the original board we were looking at had a hodgepodge with uh, manually sorted priorities and everything. And then the last service board you looked at showed swim lanes for each priority. So that's that's cool. Now I now I get it. Yeah, so that's that's a good point. Like everybody thinks about their work differently. Every team has a different type of work. Like if you're doing managing RMM tickets versus proactive maintenance versus project work, yeah, you're gonna set up these boards differently for sure. Now uh, are boards visible by everyone? Is that how much granular control do we have? There is some control. Um, there's some things we can do in the back end to control it, I believe, but I'm not too familiar with that, to be honest. Um, it's that basically, I think everyone gets everything um, at this point. You're either an admin or you're a general user, but the admins can edit the boards and go into configuration screens and everyone else just, just looks at the board and inter interacts with them. And I gotta say, um, the fact that you guys sell this starting at 10 bucks a month is really awesome per, per user. Yeah. Um, however, to clarify, for ten bucks a month per user, you're not able to uh, add time entries and. Correct. It's basically I call it like a starter license, or we, we call it the, the basic license, and it's basically view only. You can drag and drop tickets, mm -hmm. but you're not changing anything. It's basically a view only license. Are we able to mix and match licenses within oh, the organization? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what we recommend. Is because I said the Gantt charts, which I showed, is only in the premium plan, the $62 plan. Um, but typically, it's only the, like a senior PM that would want that. You're, you're, um, not every manager needs that. So a lot of our managers are just using the, the standard license. Nice. Yeah. You can mix and match. You do not need to license everyone in your PSA. So if you've got 20, 50 people in your MSP with a paying auto task or ConnectWise for licenses, you don't need to license all of them. Um, and then you can mix and match. So it's yeah, custom fit. Um, so we see that a lot is maybe the manager is on a standard license and their team is not ready to, to be working out of this every day. So they put them on a basic license or maybe their team is on standard and they've got 
the CEO doesn't mind to take a look, but isn't really working tickets. So they just give him a basic license or an ops person or a salesperson, just give them a basic so they can see what's going on, um, but not interact. So I have a question here where they're asking about a tertiary Kanban to keep a list of parts being used on a project or um, like with onboarding, perhaps a list of cloud services I'm bringing the client onto. But that sounds like something that you should be adding like an auto task as a checklist on the ticket. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to do that. Obviously, even your PSA is um, procurement some parts. I don't know if there's a, I don't want to get into best practices, but yeah, you could do a checklist on your ticket. Um, you could have tickets. You got your old sales order purchasing module in your PSA that you might want to leverage. Um, I'm not a purchasing expert but, by any means. But bottom line, it doesn't sound like these are things that we should be using Kanban for. These are things that we should be utilizing the PSA for. Um, I think, so here I've got a board with a example of a procurement board to show the idea of you can customize, create a board for anything. If it's a ticket um, or an activity, you can create a board and visualize that. So, so with the procurement, we've got, this is just a ticket board in, in the PSA. So preparing quote, waiting customer approval, it's approved, order submitted, shipped, received. And it's, these are the ticket titles or doesn't really reflect procurement. It's just example data or dummy data. Um, but the idea is to still minimize your work in progress, visualize it, see what your ne neglected work is. Like if something is ordered and just taking longer than expected, hey, you want to see that. Um, so I think there could be, yeah, obviously, yeah, a, definitely a place to have a visual Kanban board to show some of those other um, business flows as well. Procurement onboarding. Onboarding is a great uh, one to, to have in, in Kanban. The project has a hold of tickets. Um, so we, we I definitely see client uh, MSPs that are doing a lot of onboarding. If you're onboarding, yeah, multiple clients a month, let's say, it's like each gets its own project and you can see how they're flowing. How are they tracking? Are they overlapping? Who's doing what? Um, yeah, so you can have as many boards as you want, like they're unlimited. So you can slice and dice that as many ways, obviously by the priority, by the resource, by the project manager, by the client and see how these things are going. Yeah. Got it. And different people have different views, like your account manager, the salesperson is, he doesn't care. It's like what the firewall in, uh, implementation or the RMM deployment, how that's going. But it's like, when can I onboard my next client or... I got to check in with this client. It's sort of a, a sales check-in, but is a project done? Or is it close to done? They just want a bigger picture of you. So you can give everyone the view they need. Hmm. All right. Is there anything else that you think we need to know about Top Left? There's a lot we can get into, but I think it's really simple is, is keeping your, your, your data within your PSA and, and not double entering into a Monday or a sauna or something else. And I'd say more importantly, yeah, creating a culture in your team of performance and flow and getting things moving out the door quicker is I just heard from many clients of they implement these practices, sort of the mindset, the practices, the daily huddles and visualizing the work and getting rid of the neglected work, improving that flow. And they're going from 30% over budget on the project to 30% under budget. That's a huge difference on the bottom line for revenue is a million dollars. And you can, you've been going over 30% you're underneath 30%. You can add more project. That, that, that could be a half million dollar swing on your profitability. Um, so living these principles, it's easier on the team, less overwhelmed. They, everyone knows exactly what to be doing every day. It's just running like a well-oiled machine huh. and very simple concepts. So uh, it's easy to get up and going with because we just pull into your API. There's nothing we store in top left. It's all stored in your PSA. So we get that up, synchronize the data, you start creating your boards and 
we I didn't do a full walkthrough on it. I did kind of halfway through on that creating the board, but you say, what are we going to show? What are the filters? What are my columns? Any sort of extra visualization done? You're, you're seeing it already. So very quick to play with. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really impressed by this platform. I, I wish I did well with Kanban. I mean, I, I still told my boss about it. So we'll, we'll see what he says. If, if this makes sense for, uh, for Avram to, to get in on, but yeah. So, so with, um, so, so your, so what was your, do you use your channel, whether it's top left or some other Kanban, it's just, just the overwhelm kind of, um, if I understand that right, is it too much I've, information or? I've got ADHD like really bad. So when I see a whole bunch of things in front of me, I don't know where to begin. So I just don't begin. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, they, he just asked if I'm a scrum guy. I don't even know what that means. This is actually um, story is that's why I started top left or CW Kanban is because I had another company um, that was doing, we're building a software product, a network appliance. I won't get into the details of that, but um, our dev team was using uh, Scrum with Jira, two week sprints. And they were like chill, they're getting stuff done. It's calm, it's relaxed, no problem, no fires, plugging along, improving the product. And then in my MSP, it's like disaster, dumpster fire. Like I didn't really know my project management. I was selling projects, underestimating them. I remember the one we signed up four clients in the one year, pretty good sized client. The one client, the onboarding stabilization estimated at 200 hours and they paid for it. And then it, it scope creeped and it spiraled out of control and ended up being like 800 hours across the year it impacted other clients. Their stuff didn't get done. We lost all the clients almost went bankrupt all because of um, poor project flow mm. and technicians not knowing what to do next, just jumping from the squeaky wheel, the client that like, phoning, they would get it, the, the attention. So I'm like, how do I take what's going in the other company and apply that in the MSP operations? And obviously Scrum doesn't really work for help desk and their printer's not working. You can't wait for the next sprint. You got to go deal with it. So um so yeah, reading and researching and thinking, I'm like, all right, we can do camp, we can visualize it, we can apply these principles, the teamwork, the huddles, and getting the dashboard going. So that's where we did a proof of concept. I think I first did it in Excel, and then I built out this Python Django thing and redeveloped it a few times, and we ended up with this. Um, so that's how we got into that. So yeah, Scrum and Kanban are very closely related. Um, we actually got Scrumban is another something we can do in, in here as well is the idea of not having a fixed two-week sprint like you would with Scrum. Again, it doesn't need to be two weeks. It could be one, two, three, four weeks. Um, but you, you could do that in top left. Is that your columns are like today, tomorrow, this week, next week, that sort of thing. Or sort of expanding timeframes that way. And that helps a lot of teams to focus of hmm. um, setting up your deck for next week. You, you got some manager doing that. Um, but the technician can just focus on today and tomorrow and you keep shuffling your work along that way. Um, but I hear from some people with ADHD, it, it helps them that they've got their in-progress column and they got one or two tickets. It's just that one thing. They don't have to worry about the rest. You focus on your in-progress and that's it. One and it's, thing. it's probably one of those, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your, your generated data. So there's just a lot happening there. Right? Yeah. You know, when I look at my auto task, I've got like six, seven tickets that I'm working on right now. So it's, it's not nearly as overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry for that. It's just, it's hard to get really good data in there. Um, real world. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, Wim, thank you so much for coming on here and, and showing off your platform with me today. Uh, I would love, you know, whenever you guys have some major release updates uh, or, or if you want to come, educate people more about Kanban and, and, you know, just, just spread the, the wealth of knowledge that you have. That would be great. Yeah. I'd happy to do that. Talk about the importance of huddles and, and the, the, the five time thieves that Dominica mentions in the book, making work visible. Happy to talk about those things all the time. 
great. And and let's get those books one more time. You said making work visible. Yeah. And there's and like then, the second edition of that one. Um, so definitely grab that one. No, not the first edition. And then the other one is the Phoenix Project. And we have those linked in our website on the resources section, topleft.team slash resources. So you see those there. Perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna get these on uh, I I'm the kind of guy I don't like buying books because um, I'll I'll read a third of it and then just stop or or I'll read it once and I don't I don't like to read them again like um, so I uh, signed up for the library and then I use this app called Libby L I B B I uh, L I B B Y. And you can you can download the books and they'll stay in Libby for two weeks uh, while you read them. And then you don't have to pay for anything. It's all through the library. It's all free. And everything available through like Amazon Kindle is in there? Uh, so it's it's based on whatever the library has. So it's okay. it's not a Kindle thing. You can actually send the books to a Kindle reader, though, from Libby mm -hmm. if you have... Like say you've got a, a Kindle e-reader, not not the tablet, the Android kind, but the the e-ink kind. Um, that's a good yeah. that's a good hack. Uh, my hack is like I, I love books, and if I go into I used to go into like a Chapters Indigo store and end up spending two hundred bucks on books and then not read them all or only read part of them. Um, so I avoid bookstores. Um, um, but I, I used I, on Kindle, you can say, send me the sample, which is like maybe 5%, 10% of the book. So it gives you the intro, like the first chapter or a good chart of, part of it. So by the time I get to reading that, it's like a few days later. And then some of the, the shiny appeal is, has, is left of the book. So I, I read the, the, um, that sampler. And if I like that, then I'll buy the whole book. Gotcha. Um, and the Kindle books are definitely cheaper than a, a paperback. Mm -hmm. um, but I said the Making Work visual book. Um, I would recommend a hard copy because it's got the visuals in there and Kindles don't do well with visuals. Mm. Yeah. Good to know. So, Okay. Well, that's been good. I hope that's been useful to your audience. Absolutely. This was fantastic, man. Thanks so much. And for those of you still watching, thanks for uh, sticking around and we'll catch you at the next episode. Take care, guys. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks all.